0: Hey everybody, it's your favorite sci-fi wise guy, Anthony here. to let you know that we had a bit of a technical issue with the audio in this episode. We did our best to edit it and get it out to you. Just wanted to let you know ahead of time that we are aware that I sound horrible. No need to send us any hate mail, and I hope you enjoy what we got.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the B-Roll Podcast. We are the Sci-Fi Wise Guys. My name is Chris. This is my co-host.
0: Oh, is this the part where I introduce myself? Uh,
1: Sure. Oh,
0: uh, this is Anthony.
1: Yeah, you're going to edit it, so have fun dealing with that. We are a podcast in which we watch sci-fi and sci-fi-adjacent movies, TV shows, Fantasy, supernatural, you know, the huge. There seems to be a lot of, uh, a lot more fantasy slash supernatural. Is this show considered supernatural?
0: Yeah, I would say so. Fantasy, yeah. I mean, supernatural stuff falls under fantasy. Right. I think growing up with, uh, in, the, in, the, in the 90s, was not what I would normally have called fantasy, but it is kind of what fantasy has become.
1: Yeah. Definitely more. I mean, because, I, 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 and I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining at all. I just, as we've gone through different movies and TV shows, like just looking for things, I think that there are definitely, maybe the maybe it's just a market correction. You know, there was the the big sci-fi boom of the '80s and '90s with all the Star Trek and.
0: Well, really, the the late. 90s going into the 2000s as well. Sure. Yeah. Post Star Trek, you have a lot of a lot of science fiction.
1: Stargate, Farscape, mm-hmm. Your Boys. I I don't know. Maybe yeah, it's just and a market direction.
0: Battlestar Galactica, where Ooh, we yeah. thought it was going to have another renaissance, and it really just didn't. <laughs> it
1: just died. <laughs> yeah. This is our third television, fourth television show, third one that falls under the fantasy, which is fine. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. I just it was just something that I noticed. Yeah. But um,
0: now I was thinking the same thing. I was looking at I was looking at television shows for whatever we're gonna record next, and it, it's hard to find
1: traditional
0: science fiction,
1: right? That isn't yeah.
0: older, right? Yeah.
1: It's, awesome. it's interesting. And I think what happened was is it, we talked about it a little bit on Artemis Fowl. I think Harry Potter came out and just reinvigorated. I don't want to say the genre, but it kind of just reinvigorated the idea. That people want to watch media, or they want to in in uh they want to what's the word I'm looking for? Not engage, devour. They want to like they consume. want to consume. Thank you. They want to consume media Consumers. that has something to do. Yes, thank you. <laughs> if only they were <laughs> uh, devourers instead. But can they? We want to consume media, whether it's written or televised or projected on a movie screen. Uh, we want to see stuff about magic. Cause I think the first Harry Potter movie came out, and then all of a sudden we had all these shows that started popping up, and uh, now sure. I don't well, know. Well, yeah, I mean not just we say Harry Potter, but also
0: around that time, right? Wasn't Lord of the Rings? Sure. I mean, that yeah. really I'm, I'm think... going to credit Lord of the Rings with it more. This three three hour plus long movies show I... that people love this crap.
1: Well, there's a difference between high fantasy and. Well, yeah, but that's
0: saying that's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Both at the same right. time. Sure, when sure. The same. five can... That's also when the, the prequel Star Wars movies came out all around that time. Yeah. Roughly.
1: No. So, yeah.
0: people, so people are eating up these big fancy things. And I don't
1: know. It might be a market correction. That was just, there wasn't anything there. And then the big wigs noticed that there was a void. So they filled it. So, and I'm not complaining because you know, that arguably gets us better. Arguably. <laughs> It's is better media in the other genres that we prefer. But whether that's happening or not is not up to me. Before we got sidetracked, I was talking about our podcast. On our podcast, what we do is we go over what we watched, give our honest opinions, spoil anything that's worth spoiling. I don't know if there's anything worth spoiling in this episode. Then we go over the plot. And then we just kind of reaffirm those opinions. And we ultimately ultimately decide whether we liked what we watched or not. There is a difference between thinking something's good and liking it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I mean, I think French dips are delicious sandwiches. I'd rather have a Reuben. So,
0: mm, interesting. Really? Okay. Yeah. I just, you know, I'm uh-huh. already
1: eating the sandwich. Why do I have to dip it into something? Oh, all right.
0: Well, where do you stand the Monte Cristo?
1: I mean, I haven't had a Monte Cristo, like a proper Monte Cristo in a couple of years. Okay. I think that answers the question. Not out of lack of not wanting it. I just there's only one restaurant in this town that we live in that serves it, and I haven't been there. Oh, didn't you used to,
0: I think you used to work at that particular I, restaurant, I I did used I to work at that restaurant, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't go back either. Yeah. <laughs> I love that so,
1: restaurant. So uh, maybe we should go out to eat. No, no, we <laughs> oh, no, oh, to, no. Maybe. <laughs> I
0: mean, my birthday is in October. Really... Well, let's just shoot for that. Fair enough. And if not, you yeah, got yours is a month later. <laughs> And if not, we can maybe hit Christmas. But most likely, I'll see you around Valentine's Day.
1: Who knows, Corona? What did we watch? We watched
0: the first episode of the new Netflix original series, Warrior Nun, based on a graphic novel, I believe.
1: Yeah, I'm... uh, I I saw that when the credits came. (laughs) 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 Yeah, Warrior Nun is, according to the Wikipedia first line... Warrior Nun is an American fantasy drama web television series created by Simon Barry based on the comic book character Warrior Nun, Ariala. A- sure. A- Ariel I don't know. Ariala, I don't know. By Ben Dunn. <laughs> yeah. I think this episode, Ben Dunn. No. Yeah, sorry. that's fair. Sorry.
0: No, that's fair. I, and the thing is, I actually... So, Simon Barry... He was a writer, producer, director on Continuum, which is which is a is another science fiction show that unfortunately I've seen all of. We might get around to watching eventually. That I really, really enjoyed. I really, really liked it. It had it's one of the few shows I've ever watched that had a nicely wrapped up ending where it's just mm-hmm. open enough that if they wanted to do more media, they could. But mm-hmm. you're completely content with the way that the story ended. So. I'm a fan of his previous work, so go like so. Looking at this, I I, I was hoping to like it more. Gotcha.
1: The thing I noticed about Simon Barry's, because I also looked him up, and I was only interested in one thing.
0: <laughs>
1: What's that? And the fact that he was the writer of the Art of War, which mm. is a a snipe's joint. Yeah. Right in the middle of his, I guess you would say, like his uh his peak, right. If Wesley Snipes had a peak, it was probably from 1995 to 2001, 2002. Are you
0: sure about that? Is that I mean, Is that what you want to say right now?
1: I'm just going to I'm just going to rattle off. I'll, actually I'm going to push it back to 1990. Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. Uh
1: 1992.
0: Okay, good. I yeah, was he's like he's you gotta, got to you've got to at least include 1993.
1: He's got White Men Can't Jump, Passenger 57, Boiling Point. Rising Sun, Demolition Man, Drop, so- Drop Zone, Two Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar, uh, Money Train, The Fan, Murder at 1600, One Night Stand, U.S. Marshals, Blade, Down in the Delta, Play It to the Bone, The Art of War, Blade Two, and that's it. And everything else is kind of not good after that. <laughs> I, I, you know, I want to be
0: one of the few people that say I actually didn't mind Blade Trinity. I liked it. I thought was really. I thought it was a lot of fun.
1: But fine. But fine. You should
0: check it
1: out. Well, I'm not saying that Blade Trinity isn't a good movie. Oh, but that's that's definitely,
0: yeah, it's definitely uh, uh, (laughs) for him that that decade was his decade. But man,
1: 10, like nine solid years of just hit after hit after hit. Jeez. Man,
0: this, if you can't tell how we felt about Warrior (laughs) Dumb,
1: the fact that we haven't (laughs) talked about it yet. Well, How many um, ever minutes in? Let's talk about the, the graphic novel.
0: Okay. I don't know anything about it. Never heard of it. Is it exactly. originally in English?
1: Yes. It is in a, a manga-style American comic book created by Ben Dunn. The story revolves around Sister Shannon Masters, a member of the Order of the Cruciform Sword. Isn't that... We see her, and we see Shannon in the, uh, the show. I think she's in the beginning, Yep. see her a little later as well, but yeah. This had... I'm not going to count all these things, but it looks like it had over 50 issues.
0: Okay. Is
1: that a, is that a good run? I'm I, I, for, a, for a manga style American comic book. I don't know. Uh, I, I I'm not way. out here. I'm not out here saying that people who read comic books, I'm not I'm not doing that. I'm not saying that. Calm down. I have just never been that interested in the, in the comic book form.
0: I've form. tried, I get but distracted. it's so difficult and you get so little. It's they, they drip the story out to you and it's pretty but I usually wait till there's a collection or something later that really interests me I can't I can't follow I can't follow yeah. things
1: I just get I get distracted yeah ex- yeah exactly by the by the images what's the what's that one Kingdom Come which is a great graphic novel it's the DC it's got Superman Batman all the the big hitters it's a great it's beautiful and every single page is a work of art yeah and I just have a hard time reading it but yeah Warrior Nun. Ariala is a. I'm just gonna break it down into the most basic form. It's superheroes whose powers are kind of based on faith in Christianity. Yeah. Catholicism. Catholicism in particular. Yeah. Because yeah. well, yeah, because
0: Christianity is a lot of subsects of Christianity, but specifically Catholicism. Catholicism in this.
1: Right. So yeah, apparently there were there were talks for it to be adapted into a feature film. The filmmaking team that was going to work on it did the Hobbit trilogy, Spider-Man 2, X-Men, Days of Future Past. And then the film was put on hiatus in 2018 when Netflix, our MANA, announced that they had approved a television adaptation. And essentially, there's not going to be a movie. But you can watch the opening credits to an animated television show on YouTube. Weird. For Warrior Nun. I think I've said it
0: before when you're when you, I I prefer I prefer television to, for adaptations like this. You got a fifty what is it fifty 20. issue run of of a comic or graphic novel. Yeah, yeah. I think premium TV is where it should go. I mean, I say all that and then the, what's the biggest <laughs> comic book movies in the world? Marvel. They obviously killed it.
1: Well, I mean, there's you know. highly successful runs of uh, Daredevil. You no, know, some you other know. shows. Yeah. Right. I mean Spider Man. Been adapted to how many different cartoon forms, animated yeah. media. When you have so many stories that you need to tell, sometimes it's just easier. <laughs> I think we're just delaying the inevitable. So, <laughs> tell me what you thought about this show, man. It's forgettable.
0: There's nothing here that hasn't been done before. Better. I, I, I know. Okay, sorry. I know we've kind of already said this. Didn't know it was a comic book series. Never heard of it before this. and Never read any, so I'm not comparing it to that in any way. I'm just as usual taking this all at face value. It is shot very well. I had a little bit of sound mixing issues, but it's that occasionally happens on Netflix and I can hold that against them. Uh, Special effects were cool. The action that we saw, the little bit of it was decent. I have Nothing against any of that. But story-wise, I already, they, they told me, I think, to compare it to another Supernatural show that we just spent a couple of episodes on, The Order, that we talked a lot about in The Order, how they just keep bringing up questions. There's a lot of mystery, like what is this? What is that? Who's this character? What's their motivation? What's happening? It was all very, very interesting and it kind of kept you engaged. In Warrior Nun, you already know what's happening. Even the tiniest bit of mystery that they're giving is telegraphed so hard right away. There's no twist, there's no nothing at the end. It just kind of ends. There's absolutely nothing making you want to watch another episode. Okay,' uh, uh, I, um, well, hold that I moment. wanted to like it because it's called Warrior Nun and that sounds awesome.
1: <laughs> we'll hold on to that for just a second because on Rotten Tomatoes, Warrior Nun, season one, 80% fresh, 78 percent audience score. Cool.. Hmm. So and we do have to let people do have to understand from the jump that we are essentially watching the first episode of a television show whether the show gets better or not is not up to us. And it's not up for us to debate that the show has nine more episodes, but like what, I mean, what are we looking at here? Is it the fact that there's too much, like there's an A story and a B story, right? The A story is about um, our titular character, the warrior. Well, they're all, I guess, (laughs) warrior nuns, but Ava, which is, I guess our main character coming back. uh, Spoilers. Ava comes back from the dead
0: mean oh, man, we read the blurb. Yeah. After waking up in a morgue, an orphan You're teen right. <laughs> discovers she now possesses superpowers as the chosen halo bear for a secret sect of demon-hunting nuns. All right. True. So no spoilers, really.
1: Yeah. And then the B story is the, the order. I don't want to call it the order, but the the Catholic monastery, these group of monks or nuns, whatever they are, Searching for her or figuring out what happened at the beginning of this episode was it the fact that there was like the story was so like the two stories are too diametrically opposed or was there was there too much world building? Well, essentially enough world building.
0: Essentially, there's nothing to. She's gonna. They're gonna find her. She's not gonna believe them. She's gonna run off and then she's gonna show up when they need her. Blah blah blah. Uh I assume. I'm making some assumptions. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It, okay. it was There was too much world building. We start with... Did you make notes? No. Uh, <laughs> please. Please. My memory is infallible. <laughs> so, we start with a character dying, and the, the nunnery is everyone's all sad about it. Everyone's like, oh, we're gonna get vengeance. But I didn't feel it. Like, I didn't feel... I didn't care. Nothing made me care. They didn't do anything after that opening sequence. The nuns. They weren't going out to get revenge. They didn't go like, oh, that's what she looks like? Let's go find her. Nothing. They were like, "We'll, we'll send out her picture. They're not doing anything. They're just sitting around. Some memories. Like... Maybe we're, they're not even establishing, they're establishing maybe some of their relationships, but nothing happens. The B story is a complete waste of time at this point. So I don't even care about it. Right. And then her getting, you know, falling in with the crowd she's falling in with. Okay. That's well done, but also not enough for me to want to keep going. Like I've seen that story before, you know? Sure.
1: So, yeah, um... so it's just,
0: yeah. So it was just wasn't great. No, I got gotcha. you. It was lackluster.
1: Before I give my opinion, I just want to give us a couple tidbits about this show. Every episode is based on a biblical. I don't know what they're called. They're they're named
0: after a Bible verse.
1: Verse, verse. Thank you. Yeah, and the this one is Psalm forty six five. God is within her; she shall not be moved. God help her, and that right early. Okay, <laughs> great. I'm glad. That, I'm glad we have this. But essentially, it's if you're looking at just like the Google, the Google, the Google definition is some people argue that it's a promise that the woman will not fall, fail, or be prevailed against because God is within them.
0: It's mean, a very, it's a very, they took it very literally.
1: Yeah, I mean, essentially, uh, <laughs> they insert uh, Angel's halo into this girl's back and she comes back to life. So I guess... I mean, I don't know who's Which is supposed
0: to have never happened before, but no one everyone's right. like, oh, oh, okay,
1: cool, let's keep going. <laughs> Another <sighs> little tidbit, the fourth episode of this te- te- television of this television show was written by David Hayter. Do you recognize that name? I do. Was he
0: not credit he was credited in the first episode as well?
1: Oh, maybe. Uh he is the voice actor for Solid Snake in the Middle Gear in the Middle Gear series. I mean he's also done other stuff. But he's yeah, like a screenwriter, but, yeah. actor, producer, stuff like that. Uh, but interesting. Yeah. Those are my tidbits. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, th- this last thing isn't really a tidbit, but it looks like filming for the entire season, for the entire first season, took place all in Spain. Oh, that's good.
0: I mean, yeah. they're in Spain, so.
1: Well, I mean, apparently there was an issue with one of the movies that we watched where they're in a country called Moldova. But apparently, it was obviously Budapest. <laughs> well, then, yeah, it was. Come on, now. it's all those times that I've been to come Budapest; like I could just recognize it. The uh, culture, Christopher. <laughs> the culture. Uh, what I thought about this show was kind of the same. I'm not as harsh, only because I feel like as an as an adaptation for a graphic novel, you have to watch the entire series in order for like to get the full effect. But in the medium of which you've chosen to tell your story, television, you can't do this in a first episode. I don't know personally. Can't, can't like, do what? Can't do what they did, which is <laughs> yeah. not really tell a story. <laughs> I mean, we spend we spend the entire fifty minutes essentially confused. If you know nothing about this about the graphic novel, why yeah. why this girl get brought back to life? Oh, she was special. Why was she special? Oh, she was a quadriplegic. Okay like is that the only reason
0: she's special yeah what makes her why why did that nun kill her
1: yeah (laughs) allegedly allegedly oh Oh, that nun killed her Um, mark my words
0: i'm I'm gonna i might google it later but i'm pretty sure that nun murdered her
1: (laughs) but uh i mean just I i hate to say it but imagine if you're watching the first episode of game of thrones and like all you do is just hang out with with the starks and that's all you show you just show the Starks hanging out in Winterfell, finding the wolves, beheading that guy, and then you never show anything about the White Walkers. You you never, know?
0: yeah. They keep talking about oh, the, the Lannisters, but they never actually show them.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. And maybe, again, we are not film critics. We're not art critics, but... I mean, we're kind,
0: we're kind of... We're not well, professional, I... <laughs> is what you mean.
1: We're, we're not paid yet to do this, but... <laughs> Uh, I just oh, don't heaven. see how this show has 85% fresh rating. I'm sorry, 80% fresh rating and a 78% audience score. Out of 15 and 122 ratings respectively. That's not a small sample size. What is it on
0: IMDb? 6.9? I don't know. No, I'm, I just said it.
1: Sorry. It yeah. is 6.9. Well, no, no. I'm, I'm saying I don't know Why? how it got that score. I just, sure. I don't. I don't feel like this. Should, the The first episode of the show is an eighty percent. Again, maybe we have to watch the rest of the series, but that's not the point. <laughs> no, you it's know, not. if if you're trying to if you are trying to catch your audience in fifty minutes, and in fifty minutes this is the best you can get. I don't know.
0: So looking at the uh, IMDb ratings, it looks like every episode slowly it slowly moves up. Episode one is ranked at a seven point two. And then it's slowly 7.4, 5, 6, 7. Oh, a little dip to 6 again. And then the last two episodes are 8 and 8.1. So maybe it's just a slow burn. Yeah. But yeah. with so many different, so much media out there. Right. Vying for my attention.
1: On Netflix.
0: Especially on, Net,
1: yeah, just on Netflix. Like, Let's you ignore have order.
0: everything yes. else. You have this is not
1: doing it. October Faction and this. Like all three different tv shows in the same wheelhouse at the same time and this is the best first episode you can give me i don't know yeah it almost be like if the first star wars movie actually was the phantom menace
0: you mean the first and last star wars
1: (laughs) the only one we need uh anyways no no that's not what i meant but yeah that's
0: fine that's fine do you want to break down this plot
1: Let's, uh, uh, sure, but what, what let's I mean, out what, what I don't know one if we would need consider to, a plot. I don't know if we need to go
0: super in depth with this. We can do some broad strokes. I will say the first 10 minutes. All right. All right. Awesome. Yeah. W- let's I'll do this. Let's uh, do this. Why is that nun carrying a fully automatic assault rifle? I love it. <laughs> I love it. A little bit of gore. That dude's fingers getting burned off. That was awesome. One of these characters'
1: name is Shotgun Mary.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) Like, it starts off, so I, like, for the first 10 minutes, I was like, this is going to be great.
1: No. (laughs) Spoilers. Spoilers. It was not. Uh, (laughs) So, our opening sequence is actually shot inside of a church. At least, I assume it's a church, some kind of cathedral. We get a couple different shots of different religious iconography and we somehow end up in what appears to be a basement there's a voiceover of a girl saying that how she always dreamed of being dead and not necessarily like she had some kind of suicidal death wish she would always have out-of-body experiences where she could look down and see her body as she slept interesting i don't know if you've ever had one of those or no i don't dream at all not really man I have some, I have wacky dreams, man. (laughs) Yeah, you would. Uh, (laughs) I I should, and I would, and I could, and I hate it. There is a priest and a nun standing over her body. Priest is asking the nun some questions. He's like, yeah, well, tell me about her. She says her name is Ava. She's 19 years old. And then uh, she says she belongs in hell. Uh, She's going to burn, like, the people that brought her into this world. She refuses to give a like a, the, cause the details. Yeah, the cause of death. And the, this dude's like, "Hey, man, uh, she can't ask for forgiveness anymore, but uh, it's our job to forgive her." And this nun just straight up says, "I'll take my chances."
0: Yeah, because we don't forgive. What? Well, we're not forgiving others is a is a sin.
1: Oh, fair enough. We should just go ahead and point out the fact. I know nothing about Catholicism. I was so, raised
0: very Protestant,
1: so I, I don't know anything. And uh, I didn't bother doing any sort of research as to any of this stuff. So we don't do research on the show. Come on. <laughs> what have I been doing all day? All right. This nun leaves this room and heads towards a van. And then she hears some some scuffling. And she sees some people moving around. Dogs barking. Gets in the car and drives off. Nice And then, <laughs> and then the, the door that this uh, person was in busts open. Uh, we hear some names. Mary. Lilith. Shannon, one of the one of the women of the nuns appears to be injured. She's holding a blue sword or a sword that has blue on it. She's Gandalf's sword, yes. <laughs> uh, I'm not even going to look it up, but I think it's called Glamdring. I think it's called Glamdring. Oh, you nerd! <laughs> yep, I was right, Glamdring. <laughs> Ah, I have too much time on my hands. Anyways, they shout to get the surgeon. Surgeon appears, and uh, essentially the the person on the table's name is Shannon, and she's got some kind of shrapnel in her body, divinium shrapnel. Divinium? Divinium. The surgeon says, I can get some of this out, but you have to understand that some of this shrapnel is actually keeping you alive. I think this is a thing that actually happens in real life. Like if you get stabbed or shot or something, Uh and— the object gets lodged, and it's actually like it cuts an artery, or whatever. But there's so much pressure, the actual object in you is preventing yourself from dying. Are you talking
0: about Iron Man? No, that was a little different, right?
1: I think it's the same thing, but uh, and the surgeons uh, is like, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't want to necessarily do this. And then you hear some gunfire, and one of them says, uh, "The fight followed us here. We have six targets incoming." How did she know that?
0: How did she know? And who, where's the gunfire? Like, who got left outside in a shooting? Right. But okay. <laughs> so, but maybe they were perceived by sex, so she knew. You know, i, I give them that. I'll give them that bit. But.
1: Right. Anyway. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Who's getting shot?
1: Shannon, the nun on the table, orders the surgeon to remove the shrapnel. Well, she says, take it out now, or something to that effect. So I don't necessarily know if she was talking about the shrapnel. I, I assume that's what she was talking about. I did too. <laughs> so she rips her necklace off and hands it to mary shotgun mary and then mary says uh in this life or the next another girl walks in and says hey shannon i'm sorry you know we can't hold them off whatever and they flip shannon over grab some i don't know if they're tongs or whatever these are but an this extraction
0: kind of device yeah
1: she puts it on shannon's back and as we flip shannon over we there's like an indentation or Something underneath her skin. It's shaped like a ring. <laughs> <laughs> to gather them in the darkness. Bind them. No. <laughs> so, Shannon, in her with her dying breath, tells Mary not to trust anybody. And she does it in the longest way possible. She says, oh,
0: and how you knew that she was going to say anyone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: sure. <laughs> they pull this disc out. And it, like, leaves a gnarly-looking exit wound.
0: Very bad. Well, I mean, it went in digging into her flesh to get it out. So it's in there. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's gold and glowy, and it's... I think it's, like, putting off some steam, like some actual heat. Yeah, a little... Someone breaks into this room. And, and I i wrote down here, this is a very dark scene. I don't know if it was dark for you. Maybe it was just my television, but um, we just get a ruckus.
0: Oh, well, I, I didn't feel like it was too dark. Mm-hmm. I mean, Maybe it was dark, It was not detrimentally dark. Gotcha. That makes
1: sense. The object, I'm just going to call it what it is, the halo, falls to the ground. It falls out of the uh, tongs or the extractor holder thingy. And some guy tries to just pick it up with his bare hands and melts his fingers off. (laughs) Yeah, it was a cool
0: effect, man. I actually, I was was like, oh, yeah. Wow. It was great. It was
1: great. The, The surgeon nurse, nurse surgeon, anyways. Picks it back up with her extraction device, runs downstairs into the morgue, flips over Ava's body, and essentially inserts it into her into her. Back. Ava is the, the
0: dead girl from the beginning. Yes, I don't know if we said her name or
1: not. I did. All right, uh, sure but thank she you, did. Mm-hmm. thank you. And then she turns around and whacks a guy in the face. Yeah, I think she does it twice, or she does it once to one guy, and then a, another time to another. Because I I saw her do it twice, but I don't know if it's the same person or not. No, Um, anyways, I thought
0: it was. It looked like the same person, but I have a feeling that that dude with no fingers isn't uh, firing a gun. But who knows? (laughs) Well, I mean, you still could fire a weapon without fingers. However, he just lost them. He's got other things going on in his head. You know what I'm saying?
1: I I think this is like you're playing Call of Duty, and all the enemies look the same. You know, because they all. (laughs) because the they all clothing. are yeah yeah so this this is just yeah. a guy wearing green he's wearing a green outfit with a hat yeah, yeah so yeah. it's not important who he is no it's not we actually cut to a dream sequence uh, i guess we actually are learning about ava it appears that she's in some kind of mental hospital or i think politically speaking a me- medical facility for which people with behavioral issues are not allowed to leave <laughs>
0: yeah mental facility yeah
1: uh, yeah she apparently isn't in control of herself because the nurse, I guess, touches her foot and she laughs, and she, and then uh, the ner- the nun is like, "Whoa, is that funny?" It, it just looks like it looks like a very abusive situation, or at least one in which that's well, not a Ava, good situation. Yeah, a- Ava was not able to escape her sitch. It's
0: actually a funny joke. I think it's hilarious. So it turns out that Ava is a quadriplegic, and so the nurses. Helping her like get onto something that's touching her leg or a foot, and she's like, "Oh, that tickles," and obviously it doesn't. I don't know that that nun needed to have a better sense of humor.
1: Yeah, no, this is, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. she was like,
0: "What? You find that funny?"
1: <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> that's very rudely. great, great voice. Very. Rudely. Can you do the rest of the episode in that voice? Thank you. Carry on. So, in a guy, no, no. Never Ava, mind. never mind. I'll take
1: it back. <laughs> Ava wakes up. Screaming, which yeah, sure. is a very visceral and terrifying thing. I don't know if it's ever happened to you. Oh, I've never been I, dead. Uh, no, no, I'm saying like I've I've woken up from a nightmare. Oh, like screaming! Sure, sure. And so, it's like, it's, no, I've never been resurrected before, that's <laughs> tell um, me about you didn't it. have a good enough. You didn't have a good enough healer in your party, huh? No, no, I did not. So she looks over. Well, she rolls over onto the ground, then she looks over and sees the the nurse or the surgeon or the nun or whoever with someone else struggling and then we get the sound of what might be bones cracking or someone being hit very hard in the head because eventually the nun stops moving so you just like break her neck or something i think but it looks like he punches her i don't know it's not important it's not ava stands up or she tries to get up and she like she's her is not used to, I guess, standing up because she's a quadriplegic. And then there's hissing in the air. We get a subtitle of monster growling. And we actually get a shot of her back. And the the disc, the halo in her spine is glowing. Bright yellow or bright orange. Yeah. One of these guys in this green suit, or one of these green uh, uniforms, walks towards her. And she smacks him in the head with the extractor device. And he just straight up disintegrates. Yeah. And I was like, oh, crap. Vampires. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) And like everything, like it all made sense. It's nighttime. They're attacking the Catholic church. I was like, oh, great. Vampires. Just what I needed. Yeah, there still
0: might be vampires. I don't think they
1: are. (laughs) (laughs) She then says out loud, this is not a dream. Now, I did not give this television show a lot of positive feedback. But I will admit that there are funny things that happen. I don't want to say pure comedy and not necessarily unintentional humor, but just there's a lot of points in this show where I'm, I watched it and I, I found things funny that probably aren't necessarily funny or not played for comedy, but they just, I don't know. So I, I marked it down. This is the first of many. So now she's talking to herself.
0: Yeah, as one does.
1: Yeah. You know, after you've woken up from the dead, she's walking down the street, people kind of looking at her cause she's wearing, I guess, medical or. What is blue, she wearing? clothes.
0: Not open. good clothing,
1: no. Yeah. She's like, man, I must be, maybe I took some really bad drugs, and this is like a bad trip. Or maybe I'm in hell. She's kind of stumbling around, because well, she's walking for the first time, and you know, however long. A group of men approach her, and they're like, hey, are you drunk? And then she, <laughs> she says, no, I'm dead. <laughs> and it's then a... she vomits on a guy.
0: Yeah. Oh, takes,
1: yeah. takes a step back gets hit by a van and then as she's flying towards a wall in which she will be splattered against she phases right through it into a sporting goods store
0: is this sporting goods store all right a yeah. clothing
1: store yeah what a sequence what a sequence yeah. of events like yeah 30 seconds fantastic and she looks over and i'm just gonna go ahead and say it she sees some soccer apparel not football soccer why are
0: you giving me more to have to no 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 no, no.
1: she she sees some kind of football apparel and then she says to herself i hope this team doesn't suck (laughs) (laughs) it's pretty funny she looks in a mirror well she doesn't well she is wearing this uh, this outfit this football gear and she's walking down the street and she looks into like a store looks at a mirror and then she says that she never looked at herself Which is interesting, you know, I mean, things that people like us take for granted. When I say people like us, I mean, people that aren't quadriplegics who live in a medical facility that they can't leave. You know, we take that for granted. We see ourselves, whether you're looking in a rearview mirror, walking by a mirror, you know, looking at one in the morning, catching your reflection on a pane of glass, like, it's an interesting little thing. Yeah. And then uh, she says, uh, well, she, in her thoughts, because she's talking in her head, that People would kill for an opportunity like this. Yeah, Interesting. It's not wrong. We get some sirens, some police cars, mm-hmm. a a very forward leaning priest. And when I say this, because it looks like he's walking at a f- twenty degree angle, I don't know. It looks it looks really weird when he was walking up. He walks into the area where all this went down. We get another name, Camellia. Apparently, it was her first assignment, and it did not go according to plan. Mary is picking out the shrapnel. From Shannon's body, and uh, he says, "You don't got to do that." And she's like, "Well, you know, maybe if I pick the shards out, we can trace the holy relic that did it." Oh, so now holy relics can be used against these nuns. Yeah, interesting,
0: interesting, interesting.
1: The priest uh, covers Shannon's body with a white sheet that was just conveniently placed. Well,
0: they're in the morgue area. Sure. Whatever.
1: Apparently, we this was a recovery mission that went wrong, or at least uh, I think the parlance would be that it went sideways. They say that there was resistance and to which Mary laughs and says, yeah, there was a private army. Hmm. Mercs. Yeah. I guess they were trying to recover some kind of object. And during the retrieval, I guess when they went to grab whatever they wanted to grab, divinium was mixed with the explosives. So again, another divinium. Like, is that like unobtainium? Essentially.
0: It sounds like... (laughs) I mean the word divine is right in the name, so let's just
1: write right. that, yeah. The the nun that the priest is talking to, I don't I don't even think they say his name in the entire episode. So unfortunately I just I have him down here as the priest. He asks what happened. This the girl, the nun that's describing what happened, she gets chastised by Mary. She's like, This isn't some kind of, you know, re- this isn't an incident report, this is Shannon we're talking about and she's like, Yeah, I know, I'm sorry, you know, I loved her too, but I'm just trying to focus on the the task at hand. Yeah, I I don't know what this girl Mary thinks that she's doing. The girl is doing what this guy asked her to do, right? Yep. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, let me just report. Let me report to my direct supervisor. Oh, hey,
0: what are you doing? I'm like, hey. Well, John, I think man. she was more upset with the way he was doing. She was doing.
1: Excuse me. Sure. Yeah, but whatever. And then the monk from earlier, he's like, hey, you know, the monk? I gotta tell you about. It. And that's that's what they call him. They call him a monk. Oh, uh, um, do they? Well, he's not like a... I guess there's a difference between a priest and a monk.
0: Well, yeah. I just didn't catch that. That's what he was. I I didn't watch my subtitles, so...
1: Sure. He wants to tell them about El Halo. And then he says, uh, During the attack, I hid down here, and I saw the surgeon put it in this girl, Ava. The priest says, Oh, so a dead girl is walking around with an angel's halo in her back. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. Uh, great. We're back to Ava. She's looking at some building. So as it turns out, this is this was an orphanage. It wasn't necessarily a a mental facility. Unfortunately, no one's going to adopt a quadriplegic. Sad. She goes into a room. I guess this was hers at some point. And then she wakes up a boy named Diego. And first he asks, "Are you an angel?" And then says, "Ava." And then he's like, "Whoa, you're walking around." <laughs> Yeah, he's like, hey, you're walking around. Hey, you should be dead. (laughs) Diego, man, he's great. He's good. And she's like, when did I die? He says, yesterday. You went to sleep and didn't wake up. And then uh, she's like, I guess I have superpowers now. And he's like, cool. (laughs) And then uh, he tries, I guess, rattling off ways that she might have these abilities. Yeah. Delayed zombification. (laughs) <laughs> Transfer of consciousness from one body to another.
0: Yeah, he's been it's just typical.
1: Yeah. 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 Maybe she's a clone.
0: Yeah. All of these <laughs> would be more interesting.
1: Yeah. She's like, I don't know, maybe I got brought back to life, but the Catholics get a little twitchy about who gets resurrected. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> oh, great line.
1: Yeah. So now the the priest is at the orphanage. He browbeats the nun from earlier. Who dropped her off to letting him into that room. And he's like, I need, you know, I need to look at her files. I also need to know any known associates or places she's been. And then she's like, Ava was a quadriplegic. She didn't leave. And he's like, interesting. He walks into the room. Diego kind of lets the cat out of the bag. Because he's like, well, she she was here or something. And he goes, oh, yeah, she is. I mean, she was. (gasps) Thanks, Diego. Spilling the beans. So now was on a beach. And I actually thought this was really ubiquitous. But then I realized that she's probably never been to the ocean.
0: Or at least not in a very, very long time.
1: Right. She hears a horn blare. She laughs and just take, takes off running. She probably hasn't run in a long time. And as she's walking around more, more, as she's walking around more, she sees the red stuff that she saw at the beginning, where she smacked that dude before he disintegrated it. Like in her head, she's saying, "I shouldn't follow this, but I'm gonna follow it. This is a bad idea, but I'm still gonna do it." <laughs> okay. And then she ducks into a club, and then just starts dancing. Yeah, a little, a little like kind of a bar, yeah, little disco. She's dancing disco. like crazy. No, that's what they call them. Is like in disco? Spanish, I think you, I think it's called a discotheque. Sure. A young woman walks up to her and is like, "Hey, you want a drink?" And she drinks it. Ugh. And then not spits safe. it out. <laughs> Yeah, no, I did write that down. Oh, like, man. Ava, very, very uh, dumb. Uh, <laughs> so she drinks it and then spits it up right on the spot. And she's like, this has alcohol in it. And then he's oh, yeah. like, yeah, she's 19. So. And then the bouncer walks up and he's like, hey, no spitting. And she's like, no spinning. Woo. And spins around. And then he says, no, no spitting. And I guess he goes to grab her arm and she just. Punches him or knocks him back. and he She, she kind
0: of pushes, but he flies back. Ooh, I don't know my own strength. Oh. <laughs> oh
1: God. Uh And then she just drinks the rest of that beverage and then bails. Right, great plan. Great plan by Ava. We're back at the orphanage. The nun and the priest are, I guess, in her office. She's like, well, Ava showed up when she was around seven. A car accident killed her mother and, I guess, paralyzed her. And then she goes on to say that Ava was a very difficult girl. And I guess the priest picks up on this nun just not liking Ava for whatever reason. He asks how she died, and we get a shot at the nun's face. And then that's the end of that scene.
0: Yeah, because the nun killed her.
1: (laughs) What if she doesn't? Like, what if you watch the rest of the show As it turns out she doesn't actually kill her? What if it's Diego?
0: Well, if you recall during the whole dream sequence before Ava woke up, she actually saw the nun, two other nuns beside her, But shoot, the nun was smiling at all. it looks like we've lost her or something along those lines. So,
1: yeah, that nun killed Mm -hmm. her. Fair enough. I didn't pay much attention to that, I guess. We're now back to Ava. She's standing outside in the morning sun. She's like, oh, i got to stay awake if I go to sleep. Maybe I'll wake up from this dream. So she runs and jumps into a pool. But right the moment before she hits the water, the scene freezes. And we hear her voiceover and she says, what if my powers don't? Or aren't related to swimming. (laughs) And she lands in the water.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because she doesn't know how to swim.
1: (laughs) She lands in the water, starts screaming for help. Someone jumps in after her. It's a young man. He uh, drags her over to the shallow end. Which, I like, the pool isn't very big. I think she could have made it even with her struggles. Anyways, Mm. he's like, yeah, my name is JC. Oh, I wonder who that is. JC? Yeah, Uh (laughs) uh-huh. Well... (laughs) This JC I guess is doesn't follow the same beliefs as the the one you might be referencing. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, he asks her what her name is and she just says, "I'm hungry." And then she says her name is Ava. And we get a little inner monologue where she's like, "Oh, I just got saved by a cute boy." Ooh. Ooh. Then some other people show up while he's feeding her. They ask her a lot of questions and they're giving her a lot of cross looks and I th- I felt like they played this scene up to make these people look like the bad guys, but she just showed up out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, she jumped into their pool. They have every right to be, you know, either confused or, you know, not understand what's going on. And then she reveals that, oh, I got some people that are looking for me. She asks if she can stay there. They're like, well, you know, maybe, who knows. And she's like, well, it's not, you guys are squatting. Everyone kind of gives each other looks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Squatters. You ever had a deal with a squatter? Do I what? You ever had a deal with a squatter? Like someone no. who wouldn't leave?
0: I've never had a place that people didn't want to leave.
1: <laughs> That's, that almost sounds creepy. No, <laughs> I've mean, never had a place where people didn't want to leave. Uh, I just, I've just i never lived
0: anywhere nice enough no, for squatters.
1: <laughs> we get a scene changed to a motorcycle. We have a fancy gate that opens up, and it looks like we're in another monastery. Mary brings the priest some photos. There's a photo of Ava, and I guess a photo of her phasing through the wall when she got hit by the van. I assume that's what it was, because that just looked like a shot of a building. He's like, ah, we'll just go ahead and uh, distribute these, and uh, we'll uh, deal with this in the next episode, I guess. And then Mary's like, hey, how did they know how to kill Shannon? How did they know that divinium shrapnels that you know projected from a bomb would kill a, a warrior nun or one of us mary starts questioning him. she's like i need to know why things change and then he says uh he essentially breaks it down he's like i i gotta rely on you i can't rely on the others they're not one of like i think he says one of them is is too hot-headed another one is too devoted to the cause so she's the only one that can do what he asks it's kind of weird kind of interesting yeah i don't know if this guy is like a I don't know if he's like
0: I mean he's gonna be a bad guy.
1: Mis- right? Maybe, I don't know. Like he's mysterious but in all the weird ways. It's like he's some kind of it's like he's a beat cop. <laughs> or it's like some kind of detective, you know? I don't know. It's 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 weird. It's a weird character. Anyways, Ava's walking around the estate, she goes and talks to JC and he's like, Hey yo, why are people following you around? And then they go off on a little secluded walk so no one else can hear him. She's like, are you guys criminals? <laughs> Jeez, man. Uh, Anthony?
0: Yes, Christopher?
1: On the, on a list of the top five things you should not ask a criminal that you've just met, from one to five, where does, are you a criminal land? Number two. Number two? What's number one on your list?
0: I'm an undercover cop. <laughs> I'm wearing a wire, so look at that effect. <laughs> right? Right?
1: i mean well you think you just you think you're just gonna have a meeting with sutcliffe after you got out of a cop shop (laughs) cop shop
0: oh it's still good
1: and then he uh he says no you know we're not thieves we just we take stuff that's already free and then he explains that the house that they're in they're staying in is owned by some saudi prince He's in it like once or twice a year. He doesn't Airbnb it. He doesn't rent it out. It just sits. And so they go in there for a couple of weeks, hire a professional cleaner to clean it when they're done, and then they, they roll. You know, no harm, no foul, right? Sure.
0: Except you would, uh, where do they get the money? For the professional well, cleaner. At that expensive of <laughs> a house.
1: She didn't well, think about it. <laughs> I did. I was <laughs> like, hmm. Well, we find out how... Well, I way. know how. We eventually <laughs> find out how. But, mm. Well, I mean, when you don't have to pay a mortgage, you know. Sure. That's just extra money in your pocket. I mean, if I didn't have to pay a mortgage, I'd have a lot more money. You're anyways, absolutely right.
0: If I was homeless, I would have a lot more money.
1: <laughs> so she wants to join the crew. And I guess the JC is apt to that or hip to that. He doesn't really say no or anything. And then uh, she says, uh, hey, by the way, I just want you to know, I don't know what I'm doing with this whole life thing. I think she says with this new life thing, so I'm gonna need your help, but I don't need your help, but I like, you know, yeah, like cause I don't need knows. anyone's she's help. She's
0: not great.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, she's been in a orphanage next to a, next to Diego for, you know, 12 years, how much, how much communication does she have with the outside world, right? Well, she's going out of her way to be like,
0: I don't need, I'm a strong woman. I don't need your help. Even though I keep saying the word help. Everyone needs help from time to time. Get over yourself.
1: I did have an issue with this scene, or I guess this moment. Like, how much exposure to the outside world has she had?
0: Well, did they establish how long ago the, the car accident was?
1: Well, she's 19. Right. She was brought to the orphanage when she was seven. Oh,
0: is that, I didn't catch that age. So it's been a long time. Yeah.
1: So for 12 years when she says like i'm a strong woman i didn't have a problem with her saying it i had a problem with the character who how much exposure to the outside world has she had in the last 12 years she somehow had a
0: 1984 poster on her wall right (laughs) there's no television in her room though
1: yeah who knows i don't i don't anyways the next thing we know she's talking to one of the the girls Uh, one of the young women yeah yeah and then she's like hey man we're going to a party it's a rave at a prison. <laughs> then, uh, Ava asks probably a very important question, which is, is it a real prison or just a club called prison? <laughs> <laughs> good question. Yeah, no, it, very important question. Ava, really good at asking questions. Then the girl says, yeah, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity to go. She hand, like she holds up some clothes and she's like, I think this would look great on you. And she's like, oh yeah, I mean, it wouldn't fit. And like, oh no, 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 we'll get it stitched up. They uh, show out at the club. They walk in, they're dancing. It's a big party. She sees that JC is a drug dealer because he's like dancing. And he opens his hands and someone walks up and pulls something out of his hand. She watches that that woman, that young woman who did that, walk over to a young man, stick the pill in her mouth, and then kiss that guy. I assume this is ecstasy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I assumed after extensive internet research, because I'm not familiar with illicit drugs in any way, That it is ecstasy. I wasn't sure. I didn't know that people took pills in clubs.
1: (laughs) Well, I've seen Bad Boys 2 30 times. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that the opening sequence is of a guy taking ecstasy and dying in a nightclub. So (laughs) she takes some ecstasy and uh, she goes to kiss JC, but she gets bumped and he kind of looks at her real funny. She's like, oh no, good drugs. Thumbs up. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So. (laughs) <laughs> we cut back to the monastery. Uh Mary is sitting on the steps. She's holding the necklace that Shannon gave to her and we get a flashback. I guess she and Shannon had a sparring session and uh not only did Shannon beat her, I think she says, you know, normally you enjoy beating me in a sparring session but I, f- I feel like there's something else on your mind. And then Shannon's like, "Hey man, I'm going through some stuff, you know?" I love You know I love you, right? And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, I love you too." And she's like, "You know I love everyone here." And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." She's like, I'm trying to protect everybody. I'm just, I, I'm, I got to work some stuff out. And then the flashback ends, and there's a girl playing a piano. But yeah. Uh, yeah, she sings a song, and then we cut back to the prison rave. And maybe this song has some importance that I'm not aware of. Cool, but it just seemed like a, not like a pointless scene. But I, I felt like the, the message was missed.
0: What the, the piano scene? Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. It was pretty. But I don't know why. Like it was showing them all commiserating or what have you.
1: Yeah. But like I said, Shannon's passing.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. oh, wow, that's a odd choice of words. But yeah, essentially. Well, this is my example of they do they're not doing anything. This girl is murdered, or if not murdered, she's a casualty in their underground war against the demons. And
1: uh, yeah, fair enough. We cut back to the prison rave ava is uh rolling i think is what they call that when the ecstasy is taking effect yes she looks up and she sees the red cloud from earlier and it's moving around and she starts to follow it we cut to a bar the priest is at the bar there's a bartender and he pours the priest a drink and he's like hey man talk to me you and me we got the same job you know people come to us and they tell us about their troubles and uh the priest kind of chuckles for a second and he says uh what would you do if you knew the demons were real? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Essentially, he's talking about how there are demons that live that that suck the life out of people, all kinds of stuff. And he's like, "And what would I tell you? What would you do if you found this out for me, not as a priest, but just as a regular person? Yeah. You know, because you know when you're when you're a religious leader, yeah, when you're a member of a Organized religion, and you're talking about evil and the devil and demons. Most people think you're probably talking, you know, you know, hypothetically or in the abstract. What's the word I'm looking for? Metaphor. Metaphor. You're looking for the word metaphorical. And then uh, he says, "But well, in the literal sense, what would you do?" And the bartender doesn't say anything. He just walks away.
0: Oh, that is a good point. I think that I think it was all rhetorical. I think it needed to be answered. Yeah.
1: We get a great a uh, great scene of Ava walking around while this is all happening, and she shows up at, a looks to be like a cell, and the red mist is like pulling something, or it's like surrounded two people that are sitting on the ground, Yeah, and then it, it hisses at her again.
0: Hey, did you not notice what those people were doing?
1: No. Oh, so this is
0: during, the, the the priest is talking, so it's kind of going back and forth, he's kind of providing a voiceover, and he's talking about how uh, certain types of demons will influence people to do bad things, or to... Do evil or wrong things most people are shooting up there oh. he is putting a needle in his arm so they're doing whatever drugs you do with that i did not research that <laughs> uh, <laughs> i assume you know heroin or what have you
1: no i didn't i guess i didn't see that
0: it's not easy to see because of the lighting and then the just there's a lot going on on the screen i'm watching it
1: now okay oh yeah 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 okay cool well, not cool. Don't do that. Don't do. Don't do drugs, kids.
0: Wow, cannot believe. Do you think that our audience needs to be told to say no to drugs? We only have okay. Now, let me
1: let, let me let me rephrase that. Don't inject things into your body. <laughs> How about that? You yeah. happy now? Get a, get a
0: doctor to do it for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you get a prescription because the pharmaceutical companies and yeah. Anyways, then we cut back to the original monastery or the original morgue i guess and uh the monk from the beginning is like tidying things up and he hears a noise and turns around and gets decapitated for his troubles and then we get a wicked shot of a fiery hoof like a cloven foot yeah and a couple steps flips over shannon cuts her frock open and then he notices that the uh halo's gone and then it snarls during this moment Ava's been walking. She walks towards JC. I guess she convinces. She's like, "I got to get out of here." And then the, our final scene is them just leaving. Yeah. So yeah. this ha- halo is glowing on her back.
0: Via the, uh, the priest providing a voiceover for this whole scene. Well, some demons will slice you open. Another one's just influence you to do bad things. <laughs> it was completely unnecessary because they showed us that happening. They showed that happening. So why are you giving us, why is it being so heavy handed with the exposition? You showed us, you didn't also have to tell us at the same time. Uh, I feel like they, I've, I I don't want to, you know what? I felt insulted. I felt a little <laughs> bit insulted. I was trying to find a different word, but
1: if you're. Is this like in, <laughs> is this like in Artemis Fowl when, uh homeboy is talking about how cool artemis fowl is while he's like surfing yeah okay gotcha
0: no i mean it's not it's not getcha. it's worse than that I mean, it, <laughs> I mean not many things are worse than artemis fowl surfing but in storytelling you know this was worse there's no point to it there's I'm no sure. point to it and uh, like i said it, it just felt like there was it left nothing it left nothing to the imagination i know, you know what's I think- happening I know what's going to happen next. Sister Mary's going to meet Ava. I'm going to go from there. The priest is going to be, or a priest or one of the other nuns is going to be a betrayer. Blah, blah, blah. Ava, about halfway through the season, is going to be like, you know what? I should go do this stuff. I'm the chosen one. Blah, 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 uh, I'm sorry. No, you, were, no, you were talking I, and I ranted instead.
1: No, it's, no fine. Do what you got to do. I wanted to like this. I really did. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Did you like this show? No,
0: <laughs> but it's it's very well done. It's not cheesy. And I would not fault anyone else from enjoying it. And maybe eventually after several, I mean, after a while, maybe eventually if the reviews stay good and enough people say, maybe I'll watch another episode. But I feel like I have plenty of other shows or movies or just media in general on my plate that this is, not even on the back burner right now. I put it back in the cabinet. It's behind all the other spices. I'll forget it's there until I move.
1: Oh, what are well, you none? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, I have paprika. Uh, Why do
0: I have paprika? All right.
1: Did you know that paprika is just a ground up bell peppers? No, I did not. Yeah. I love paprika. That was a
0: bad example.
1: <laughs> I didn't like the show either. And I'm... I think any story that's being told, whether it's on a movie screen, whether it's on your TV, whether it's in a book, whether it's in a comic book, I think it's greatest sin, no pun intended, <laughs> is just being boring. The, I mean, the very first movie that we watched and talked about, 3022, yeah, I said yeah. that I, I found it boring. It and the reason why I found it boring is because it was pointless. It was a story that didn't have a point. Yeah. Why is, why am I watching this? Well, I'm watching it because of Hey,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>, you're welcome, <laughs> you know, by the way.
1: You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, in anything else, any, in any other form of storytelling, the worst thing you can do is be boring. And that's the problem with this show is there were moments. There were moments, the first 15 minutes. Yeah. The, the unintentional comedy scenes in which I laughed out loud for, for whatever reason. That's not enough. I think that's what elevates good television or good movies or good books over the bad ones. And I mean that's very generic to say, but I'm interested in watching more episodes of The Order. I've been watching more episodes of Charmed. I probably won't watch another episode of this show. Yeah, and that's unfortunate. I mean, I don't know if it's unfortunate. F- I don't know if it's
0: unfortunate. I mean, there's no one thing that's for everybody,
1: right? Sure. Well, and I, but I, what I mean by that is, I guess it's unfortunate. Because this probably is in my wheelhouse. You know what I mean? Like sure, sure. The idea of taking a mundane organization well not mundane, but like a, a mundane occupation, like a nun, and turning it into an evil demon fighting, shotgun wielding person. Cool. But I don't know, this this show falls short on a lot of levels. I, I mean, just don't think it's it's
0: borderline. I mean, there's a there's a term for using nuns in this way but what is, is it non you never heard of the term <laughs>
1: no I'm afraid not
0: yeah well I mean it's usually not just action oh uh... but it falls in it I mean it's just like black exploitation movies in the 60s or gotcha. 70s or what have you there's there's an, it's another subgenre of that of exploitation film gotcha
1: yeah I think this show just it just doesn't rise above mediocrity I agree so. it has all of the right ingredients but they're not mixed appropriately yeah and again maybe it gets better It's not for us to decide. No, it's not. That's for you to decide. You can let us know by emailing us at
0: sci-fiwiseguys at gmail.com. Or if you prefer, uh, because you're not over the age of 40, you prefer to tweet us, tweet us the information that you think we need to know to change our minds or whatever. If you want to get blocked on Twitter, uh, you can find us (laughs) at the underscore roll podcast.
1: We also have a, a Facebook group, the B-Roll podcast group.
0: If there's something you want us to give our opinion on, just ask. We're, as we kind of mentioned at the beginning of this episode, we're, we're constantly looking for new things.
1: Yeah. If you want me to spend an hour and a half telling you all the reasons why the new Star Wars movies are the worst things to ever happen uh, ever in the history of time. Well, no, I mean, I saw Singularity, <laughs> but all right. <laughs> Have you watched the uh, the original cut yet? The Is Snyder it available? Cut. I don't know. I didn't That's think it was available. Saying. I
0: looked brief. I looked for like five seconds.
1: Yeah. If you find the original Snyder cut of Singularity, it was uh, called hit us up on uh, Twitter it was called Aurora,
0: at. I believe. <laughs> Aurora. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Let us know. You can find that. No, you don't, don't put that on Twitter for other people to see. You email <laughs> that.
1: Yeah. You email me.
0: You send me that dark web
1: torrent link.
0: I'll do what I can. Please rate, subscribe, follow, download, whatever it is that you can do to help support the show. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, and if you really, really liked us and you'd like to throw some extra support our way, we do have a Patreon at patreoncom slash underscore roll uh, Any money there just helps offset some of the cost of the uh, uh, of running the podcast, as well as you know, goes towards better, newer equipment, that type of thing. Yeah, yeah,
1: and um, I would we we talk about it every episode but due to the way that iTunes dominates most media sharing platforms we're only asking because the more five star reviews we get the higher up on the charts we go the more episodes we can make the longer we can do this so
0: and maybe eventually somebody will change my mind about 3022
1: <laughs> press x to doubt no, but yeah, seriously, if if you have the time, please give us a five-star review. We'd definitely appreciate it. Even if you didn't like it and you have, you know, constructive criticism, feel free to leave that in the review. Yeah. Just give me five stars. Yeah. I beg you. Please. Uh, He's back.
0: <laughs> I don't want to I just need you to shut him up. I don't care.
1: <laughs> Man, that was another episode of the B-roll podcast. Want to thank everyone for listening and just remember that in 2020, it's stressful out there. It's very important that we all know that you are loved, even if you don't think so, and uh, there are important people out there in your lives. Just know that they'd want you to listen to our podcast too. Thanks for listening. Thanks, everybody. I'll be right back. Oh, oh. my dear. do 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 sorry about that. I didn't want to get rid of that point. Um or lose that train of thought.